Welcome to episode 0.1 of our new Avatar Fate campaign, Bridge Between Two Worlds. In this episode, we won't actually get into the story yet. This is just where the players and the GM work on building characters, the group destiny, and they start setting up the ideas for different nations. Welcome to the uh, Avatar RPG campaign, where we are playing Avatar Fate RPG. This is a custom version of uh, Fate Core, set specifically for the Avatar universe, uh, Avatar the Last Airbender, and Avatar Legend of Korra. That world, and not any others that happen to use the word Avatar in their name. What about the movie? Say what? I'm sorry, I don't mean to make you angry, I apologize. That's fine, what were you going to say? <laughs> Do not punish me, please. I think he sounds like he wants to be punished, so maybe not punishing him would be the worst punishment. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Okay, so we have established what we're doing and exactly how much control the GM has over the players, so... What? Let's begin. I don't think we established anything. Did we? And we establish how much everybody knows about what's going on. Wonderful. <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, what is... I'm looking through chapter two, where it talks about world creation, because that's what we're doing tonight for session slash episode zero. We are doing world building. The purpose of doing world building together is so we're all on the same page about the world we're creating and playing in. How much do you guys know about the world we're setting up? There's some people and some things, and some good ones and some bad ones. Uh, I've seen, I think, most of the first season of the first series, and played a little bit of Avatar Fate. Awesome. Uh, oh, well, well, I saw, like, all the episodes, and then I saw, like, the second se the second series as well, and, 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 and I saw the, the, the movie with the, with the Shyamalan guy. And, 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 and then I saw the Rift Tracks one with the Shyamalan guy. And, 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 uh, nice. And then I played this game with you. Someone gets a fate point for being in character already. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, we are playing in the canon world, although it takes place afterwards. So um, anything that happened in the original series, anything that happened in the second series with Korra, anything that happened in the comics in between... That's all canon and ancient history to our world. Not that everybody necessarily knows that. Okay. For this particular game, uh, the last game I tried to run with this, uh, life unfortunately got in the way. But uh, the style we were playing was a just kind of a come-and-go guild-based game. Uh, this one's going to be a little bit more story-driven. And because of that, I've got some you know basic ideas of kind of where I want the story to go. I apologize if that limits you guys' character creation some, or the world building some, but uh, hopefully we can get through it and still have a lot of fun and a good story. So what I've got in mind for this game uh, setting is you know, kind of more uh, tradition of the two Avatar series in that I would like for you guys to play younger people, uh, kids, teenagers, you know, basically coming into adulthood or, you know, haven't quite crossed that line yet. I know some of you play old people really well, and I'm sorry. Uh, but I kind of want this to be a transition story. 
because both Avatar seasons uh, series do that really well, and I think it'll uh, help the feel of the game feel more like an Avatar game for this one. Nice. I actually like that idea because, like most of the RPG characters I've done in the past, I rely a lot on like backstory to inform what the character is like. Uh huh. And so, kind of stripping that away, it's forcing me into a different box than I'm used to. Yeah. Getting back to the world building, I would like for there to be in the world a lot of wilderness, a lot of more or less dangerous places as the majority of the world. Sort of like you'd find in, say, uh, a Dungeons & Dragons campaign. Um, At the end, uh, spoiler alert. What is Dungeons & Dragons? Yeah. Um, Spoiler alert, if you have not seen uh, Legend (laughs) of Korra. Yeah, I'm just completely bypassing that because we're talking about fate here. (laughs) Um, If you've seen the end of the series of Legend of Korra. I haven't. She opens the spirit portals and accidentally creates a third one. What were the two before? Uh, North Pole and the South Pole. Uh, the first cool, thank avatar. You. I was thank you. The first avatar had closed them off because people and spirits weren't getting along, and the first avatar was going to be the uh, bridge between humans and spirits. The spirits, for the most part, being trapped in the spirit world and only being able to cross over certain circumstances. Now they kind of roam free, and the world is back the way it was, and. Uh, there's a lot of wilderness out there, a lot of dangerous, unexplored place. Obviously, there's cities, and we can talk about how people get between cities to trade and do whatnot. Um, and there are still the four nations, or the at least some version of the Fire Nation, the Earth Kingdom, uh, the Water Tribes, and the Air Temples, or Air Nomads. Joshua, since I haven't seen the second series, can... I don't remember the spirit parts in the first series, or am, am I... The spirit... Were they the in spirit that? portals didn't really participate much because they were closed. You saw a few spirits. Oh, we're talking like... There was that time, like, when he meditated... And could travel and to the spirit world, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he could meditate and go to the spirit world because, okay, so. spoiler alert again, the Avatar is half spirit. He's uh, bonded with the spirit of light. Okay, so spirits aren't... It's not like ghosts. But it is well. People can become ghost spirits, like um, uh, what's Iro? What, I assume. Yeah, Iro. Um, he spent time in the spirit world and decided he wanted to stay there, so he became a spirit. But most spirits are more like uh, you know the yokai or oni or things you get from uh, you know the Japanese and Chinese mythology. Is they're creatures that are just kind of either guardians of forests or uh, they're kind of their own race uh, of beings. Okay, cool. People can become spirits, but for the most part, people actually reincarnate uh, through life cycles. And so, you know, the people just keep coming back as new people. But yeah, spirits are their own complete entity. Okay. Do you ever get reincarnated as something lower? Um, that has not actually been discussed, as far as I know, in the Avatar lore. As far as I know, people just keep coming back as people, and the Avatar keeps coming back as the Avatar. Okay. I believe benders keep coming back as the same types of benders because of how that gift 
of bending was bestowed. Do we know how the gift of bending was bestowed? Yes. Um, before the first Avatar came to be, uh, there were those giant lion turtles. You saw one in the Avatar series that taught Aang how to bend people. Uh, energy bending, which is in the rules, in case you've wondered about that. Um, but the you know, in the old days, the people would build their cities on the backs of these turtles, these giant lion turtles. And the lion turtle would protect them and give them gifts. You know, basically the ability to bend the elements would also take them away when they came back after scavenging for food and whatnot. Okay. Are there elephants on the back of the turtles? It's turtles all the way down. There are animals on the back. <laughs> uh, there are animals on the back of the turtles, and I think there could very well be elephants. These things are huge. But, you know, they're huge metropolis cities moving around on their backs or uh, islands in some cases. In swamps. Um, and they would gift the spirits of people with bending. Are they ever really sad? Um, that's only if you want to leave your horse to die. Thank you, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Trying to think. Uh, bending right now is not very common. Um, in fact, as we start the story, you guys can design a bender if you want to. They might have even been able to do, like, little teeny tiny things but they're not going to be full-fledged benders until the first actual episode of play uh the reason for that being it just kind of ties into the story as someone's going to come and set you on your path and part of the reason for being on that path and moving on is because either you or someone in your group or all of you gets the gift of bending. So I am kind of banking on at least one of you playing a bender. It's the what of bending? For that, I consider, since we're playing an Avatar RPG with three players, it just would be mind-boggling if nobody played a bender. <laughs> but that... <laughs> <laughs> but I do have a contingency plan if you guys decide to go that route. I think one of us will play a bender at least. That's the other thing. You guys... I mean, the first session, we're really going to push you guys to be together, but I I'd like for you to start out at least as knowing each other on some level. You can be related, friends, something, but uh, that's kind of up to you. I mean, you can be anywhere from How six old? or seven like to seven, 17. Eight. Okay, cool. Uh, actually, I'd say, yeah, yeah, 17 would probably be the limit, six to 17. We can talk about what we're going to be. Uh, I think I'm going to be 12 because that's stand by me age. So I'm going to go with that. Maybe like a Will Wheaton? Will Wheaton? What are you guys thinking? Wasn't he like, wasn't he like 14 or 15 though? But they were playing 12-year-olds. Oh, okay. What, what are you guys thinking? You could be like a, a Queen Amidala 14. Who's Queen Amidala? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know history that well. Lulz. Thank you. I'm either going to... I don't... Uh. I'm thinking either air, water, or nothing. I'm I'm kind of leaning towards the towards the sophomoric, the sophomoric uh, older teen, maybe sixteen, seventeen, and I'll just you know be that overconfident kind of guy. Ooh. Yeah, or, or is that too cliche? <laughs> That's too much of a trope. Well, tropes are things for a reason. See, that that would actually go well with what I'm thinking because I, I was thinking of more of going more of a an immature, 
almost shy character who would probably idolize that kind of character. <laughs> well, would idolize older characters that, without having any way of judging the quality of the character. Now that I think about it, that's kind of a retread of my last character, too. So, I mean... Hey, if you want to retread it, I mean, it barely got started, so you can still use the idea. Nice. So you guys are thinking, um, what about bending or not bending? Well, if I'm still going with that character design, I I don't know what I would bend, but I probably wouldn't put a lot of points into it. Um, go, going with that character, I, I the character I'm thinking, I, I think bending would work well because it's like, you know, it'd be like the character kind of just discovering the early um, bending I'd probably, I'd probably be inclined to go air or water. All right, I'm back. Okay, we were talking. Um, I think, what Don? You're gonna play like an older, like 17 year old? Yeah, like some sort of brash know-it-all, sort of, or uh, you know, something along those lines. Some someone who often has to use their own words. I really feel like playing a 12 year old who doesn't bend. And just is, I don't know, kind of not stubborn, but stubborn, yes. Probably had to make up for it because he can't bend. I don't know. I'm just thinking out loud. See, I, I was thinking of going like with the, yeah, the eight or nine year old full of wonder, uh, enamored by the older kids. Oh, those are always nice. Possibly, you know, the the annoying tag along. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be fun. Somebody's little brother. Yeah. Yeah, uh, are you guys thinking benders? I think Tracy said you were. Yeah, I, you know, I think the bender would go well with my character, you know, especially the idea of completely unknown at first and then kind of, like, starts manifesting. I think my guy isn't, and he's going to be maybe a little bitter and maybe make fun of people that do bend. Maybe they're a little lazy. Because they don't actually, you know, use their hands to do things. They haven't had to work like I do. Uh, Don, I didn't catch what he said at the end. He would probably, and that stopped. Uh, I'm still iffy, but I figure if I do, I probably won't be very good at it. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Taylor, here's what I'm picturing is my character, like the bending starts manifesting itself. Then you make fun of him, and he idolizes older kids, so then he's inclined to not do it oh <laughs> well i'm thinking we could also work it as you idolize the older one the older one begrudgingly has to take a leadership role and then he's not good at stuff but he still tries and then i have to do it in the end true with the help of everybody of course i don't know if i would begrudgingly take it i probably would just do it anyway just to prove myself that I, oh, uh, that works too. Well, um, and then like that way, I get, it could end up being some sort of conflict, maybe between that. I, I don't know. Conflict is good. I I think I'm sticking. Yeah, I'm. I'm yeah, I'm stubborn. I do work with my hands. The uh, the things I want to get accomplished tonight are I want to be able to talk about the group's destiny. I'd like for us to each uh, create aspects for the four nations, since there's four of us. I'd like to at least get a couple of uh, journey locations and some faces. We'll do character creation and uh, talk about some finishing touches. We'll kind of try and start going through in that order. Uh, but obviously, if you know creativity goes here or there, we'll go for it. Like if 
Uh, we talk about nations, and you guys want to say, okay, that's a really great idea. I want to incorporate that in my character. That's fine. But this is just kind of a checklist of things we got to do. Okay. So until we know better, we'll go through an order. So, group's destiny. Here's what I've got. Um, now, you guys, um, from played before, you know what the group destiny is? It's what we're trying to accomplish? Uh, yeah. Yeah, basically, yeah. Um, in uh, Fate Core or, you know, the older one, Dresden Files, you would have these big aspects on the world. These are stuff that's always is, so to speak. And you know you've reached that major milestone, that big, yeah, always is. So the destiny aspect is that world aspect that pertains specifically to this group. And every time it changes, or any of the major aspects change, that's when you get your uh, major milestones, the big level-ups. Nice. Hmm. So, we are going to start... Yeah, basic, what I've got is restore balance. The world is out of balance, and you guys have to fix that. We could put a turtle on the other end. <laughs> That'll become more specific as we get... As we get more into the story, finding out exactly what that means. But the world is out of balance right now. For Ang, that meant, you know, ending the war. And his group ending the war. For Korra, it meant opening up the spirit portals. Uh, so, for your group, it'll become a little more obvious. Um, I've got some ideas in mind, but... I don't want to establish this, you have to do the thing, or kill the thing, or beat the person. So specific right off the bat. But right now, it's just uh, an effort of restoring balance. And as an aspect, that's something you guys get a free invoke because you know about it. That's your, your characters might or might not know, but you as players do know it. Is everybody... Okay with that concept? Yeah. Yep. Cool. So, now that we know it's your job to restore balance to the world, let's talk about the world. Specifically, the four nations. We've got a lot of wilderness, but there are still the four nations. Does anyone have a specific nation that they kind of want to create an aspect for and say, okay, this is what this nation is like? I don't. Someone else can go ahead. I figure we'll each just... Pick one. Okay, I want to say that I I was thinking something for the Water Nation, like that uh, they're very impractical. Like, okay, so I'm thinking like a culture where um, they're focused on like indulgence and leisure and luxury. They're not focused on practical things. And, And maybe along with that, like they have the means to kind of support that ideology, or at least the people in, in power do. Okay, so they like to indulge. Uh, not really big and practical, which should lead to their ruin, but because of people in power or because of you know, whatever reason, they're actually able to live this way. Something's supporting them. Yeah, you know, kind of kind of like some point in the past they gained wealth and power, and that, and, but those people are gone and so you know maybe 
you know, years to come, they're headed toward ruin, but the people of now are not concerned with that and possibly don't have to worry about that in their lifetime. Ah, okay. Trust fund babies. And and maybe there's there's poor maybe there's poorer echelons that are invisible to the ruling class, but Okay. So something like uh pampered indulgence. Yeah. Like indulgent being plural. Nice. What about for the fire? Uh they're more not the opposite, but they're more I wanna say tempered as in um I'm trying to do a play on words. <laughs> Instead of them being angry, like tempered, mm-hmm. they actually maybe have some kind of better alliance with the Earth people, and you know they're they're more tempered, more direct. They are direct, but they're more cautious and slow. They try to temper themselves with the solidness. Does that make any sense? They've endured the trial by fire and learned from it. Something like that. I don't know what the bad part of that is. Possibly they're too reserved. They're maybe there's you know like um, they hold tempered them, and slow. You know, like almost they're the, the the flip side. the The bad part of that could be like they're they're so afraid of what they could become that they hold themselves back. Okay, uh, so tried and tempered. Yes, uh, kind of isolationist. I'm trying to think because I don't. I, for me, I would rather do air, but that's why I'm trying to do fire because I don't really ever think about it. Yeah, like the first series, there air is almost non-existent. <laughs> air is starting to make a slow comeback, but like it starts out and there's almost nobody, and then it, it starts to pick up a little. I think that's like season two is about that, and then does. Uh, do they have to be a descendant of Aang to have airbending? No, it's just something innate. In fact, second season okay. is like part of the second season. I think Korra just wanders around trying to find other airbenders, and at one point, um, even uh, and I'm, I guess I'll spoil it. Uh, one of uh, one of the kids, one of uh, the fire uh, Zuko, Lord Zuko's sons, turns out to actually be an airbender, even though he's not very good <laughs> uh yeah they uh it's actually the third season i think right after she'd opened the spirit portal one of the consequences was that all these people from different places suddenly discovered airbending like even one of ang's kids that was born without bending that i think he'd named boomy oh turned out he, he became an airbender that's cute but yeah uh i think they're tempered reserved isolationist the Fire Nation is reluctant to. I get another bad quality. Be they would be the most reluctant to send aid. Okay. Not out of spite or anything. Just. I, I really like tempered isolationists. I think that fits really well. Okay. That's that's the feeling I'm going for. So that's that's great. Cool. So Don, you want to do Earth or Air? Um. You've liked your other episodes. You can do that. At BurnEverythingGaming.com or over at Podbean, or iTunes, or wherever you find podcasts, you can do it. You can search for all the things. We've got one-shots, we've got campaigns, and Dresden Files, Star Trek, Secrets of Nam, Fantasy Adventures, whatever it is, you can find it, hopefully. And if not, 
let us know what you would like to hear. You can contact us over at burneverythinggaming at gmail.com, Facebook, Twitter. Let us know all the good things, bad things, whatever you think. We'd love to hear from you. Keep on enjoying. <laughs>